So pretty much in our society right now, um, being in America, they take, um, so Africans and Americans are both extremes of the spectrum. In Africa, you only go to a doctor when you're super sick, vomiting over and rolling over. Here in America, you can have a spot on your finger and you make an appointment to the doctor. So we're trying to get everybody to meet in the middle. So the Africans, the Cameroonians, to also just go to the doctor for your regular annual visit instead of going when you're sick, when things are already bad. So that's what the iHeart Health Expo does. So it, it touches on um, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, quitting smoking, physical activity, and just promoting heart health, and also stuff to do when you have a heart attack. You're listening to Stuck in the Middle Podcast, brought to you by LeckyLike.com, our online partners where you can shop Stuck in the Middle Podcast gear. And also by New Horizon International, bringing you quality African food straight from the continent. New Horizon International, quality you can trust. All right, we're live, we're live. It's another episode of Stuck in the Middle Podcast. Yes. Man, how's your, how's your weekend been, man? Uh, it's been pretty be chill. Great, man. Apart from the rain, it was like raining. On I went and got my car washed yesterday. The rain just happened to fall right after. That. <laughs> it's like when you wash your car and then the birds come and poop on it. Yeah, man. That's why they got the the weather app, man. But thank God for garages, you know. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. Oh yeah, you got a garage in your joint. <laughs> <laughs> they have public garage. <laughs> Yeah, man. Today, today, sir, it's a, it's a, we're gonna learn about the heart today, man. We have the co-founding director of operations at the iHeart mm. Expo. Hi, guys. Ali Morfers in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. You look nervous. Are you nervous? Very nervous. Why? Public speaking is not I mean, my you, niche. You, you, you do this, you run a, a expo, you know? like you should be. I'm sure you give out a lot of presentations. And no, I'm director of operations, guys. So I'm behind the scenes. Oh, behind the scenes. Yes, sir. Wow. So wait, you um, you created iHeart Expo, right? Yes. And you picked director of operations. Correct. Why? Other than that you're shy or you don't like public speaking or all that stuff. Well, I think I'm actually good at organizing and mm -hmm. getting things run better and also being a perfectionist you want to put your finger you want to thumbprint on mm. everything you do so i'm not blaming somebody else it didn't go right because they were on that project so i take the blame and gotcha. full responsibility gotcha mm -hmm. so i'm gonna call you ali right correct so tell us no nah, not tell us but tell the listeners who is ali okay so before we start i want to say our hearts and love go out to those victims of charlesville virginia yesterday yeah, yeah yeah you know just remember y'all love trumps hate yeah and the bible says perfect love cast out all fear so let's live in love okay it's, it's funny you mentioned trump in that you know love trumps hate right i see the double entendre i don't know if you meant that but yeah <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah now but who is who's ali though who's ali more for like for people who don't know who are listening right now like so um Ali, I was born in Cameroon, uh, moved here after high school and became a nurse. After that, became a nurse practitioner. And while I was a nurse, I was working in the cardiac unit mm -hmm. and um, seeing a lot of people. There's a disparity in education and health in our African and African-American communities. And I wanted to just impact people, educate people, and also losing a friend to heart disease three years ago that projected me into creating the iHeart Health Expo. What kind of heart disease was it? Um, he had aortic regurgitation, and he had what some heart surgeries. 
after that. What is aortic regurgitation? That is when one of your valves, your aortic valve, is leaky. It doesn't close all the way, and the blood does not pump all the way to your body. So you do have some regurgitation that comes back. Is that so like a hiccup type of thing? So sometimes the valves, um, normally when you hear the heartbeat like one, two, lub dub, they open and they close. So sometimes when the valve is stenosed, it's too strong to open. Sometimes when it's regurgitation, it doesn't close all the way to pump all the blood to the heart. So how do you get to that point of having that kind of um, illness? Some, is it common? That was you. Sometimes it's common. Sometimes you could have um, rheumatic fever that would, you know, go to your heart. Sometimes you could have endocarditis. Sometimes people are born with it, you know, and also with age. As you age, of course, your body, you know, is not the same. And a lot of uh, people, they have the, the valves are hard to open. Mm -hmm. The um, stenosis, they're rigid or they're, they don't close all the way. So a lot of people, the older you get, a lot of people, it's common, you know, the older you get. So why did you pick the heart? I mean, why? Why? The heart. I mean, you could have you could have done, um, you know, um, cancer for example. You could right. have done mental health. Why the heart? Well, also because back home we don't have protocols. Let's say, for example, here you go to the ER, you grab your chest. I mean, people are rushing with aspirin, oxygen, morphine. But back home, people were dying. You know what I mean? People would just drop dead, and they'll say, "Oh, nana, mami, for village, entry, you know, witchcraft." Yeah. And then you're you're cursing people out. But then we don't talk about family history of cholesterol. We don't go to the doctor. Yes, we do have insurance, but just to create the awareness that people have, because your education, nobody can take that from you. And also being um, my first job as a nurse, of course, I wanted to do OBGYN, you know, deliver help deliver babies, but they were out of that job. Most nurses never quit that job. So they offered me a, a position in the cardiac unit and I fell in love with the heart. Wow. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a I think it's an, a, a very important, you know what I'm saying, part of like medical as far as like Africans are concerned. I think, cause we eat a lot of like oily stuff. That's yeah. just what I'm thinking, you know. Right, and we, heart. we don't only eat the oily stuff, we add extra i mean have you seen the pot of arrow i mean it, it tastes yeah. good though don't get me wrong <laughs> good. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you know even the achoo i mean it's all it's red oil you know and sometimes a cup a, a 240 ml cup of red oil is like 2,000 calories Sheesh. so being that you know you've done all this calculation right what kind of stuff do you eat because i'm listening i'm listening to you was like Man, I'm not even gonna touch that arrow or that chew soup and all whatnot. So what do you that eat? Okay, that we, we put an age or... limit. Once I'm this age, I'm not <laughs> like certain things, right? No, so pretty much you could eat anything, but of course, all in moderation, you know. But if you can help it, you can cook with olive oil and only leave the red oil for extra like events. You know, when you go see a chew and arrow, you can eat that. But at home, you could, you know, because. When you cut it off your diet completely, some people like have not withdrawal effects, but you have to wean yourself off if that's what you've been eating all the time, all day, every day. So mm -hmm. you can't just like cut it off. So you can wean yourself off, you know, cook with olive oil at home. And then when you go out and see the actual, you can indulge yourself, but eat everything in moderation. While we're on this topic and we're going to come back, we want to get to know you and like, you know, the Our Heart Expo. But you, you've watched a documentary, I think it's called um, What the Health on Netflix. Yes, I have. And like everybody's going vegan now, you know what I mean? Right. Like, are you, you vegan or something? Well, I am trying to be vegetarian and vegan. Thank you, Chris Kane. Um, but the thing about is um, back home in Cameroon, you know, the, the cows and the chickens are grass-fed 
corn fed. Now with the What the Health documentary, it's so scary what they put in the feed for the chicken, for the cows, antibiotics, antifungals, the tight spaces that they live in, you know, some of them die, mm -hmm. they eat each other's carcasses. Like it's, it's kind of scary when you watch it and how the effects of, they're not saying anybody that eats meat is gonna die, but like one in 10. And of course, with the recent increase in colon cancer in younger generations now, you know, the, the question is, what are you putting in your body? Because back, you know, in the 50s or 60s, younger people, of course, when you get cancer, the older people that were getting cancer, the older you get, but now the younger generations are dying, you know, and there's a lot of autoimmune diseases and, you know, all this inflammation in your body. And what is that coming from? Man. What you eat. So what you eat. Doing, um, the, 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 the cows, the, what they eat, the, the grass or whatever is being modified. Well, I don't even think they're like feeding them camera. grass. They're feeding them like, yeah, Gen it's, yeah. it's being modified. Yeah, yeah. Also, when you watch What the Hell, it looks like you should go just go behind your backyard and start your own farm and have your own animals in your barn. Because mm -hmm. when you think about eating somebody else's, you don't know what they, you know, what Shoot. they fed them. And yeah. sometimes it won't let the chicken or the chick grow to its normal age. Like back home, the chickens run around and they're free range, you know. Before you kill it for Christmas, it's been running around your house at the backyard for like months mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's like yeah, lean yeah, and free range yeah, here the like, chickens like they raise them in like two weeks you yeah, know? yeah yeah that yeah you know some of them actually pump them up and yeah. hormones too yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. because they sell quicker and yeah. sometimes there's pressure on the farmers too you have to sell your product quickly so you have but to man, like keep up that's why america is so huge on corn man because corn, yeah, yeah. corn syrup yeah you mentioned corn fructose syrup man. you mentioned vegan oil and i heard somebody say the original vegan oil only comes from i think they said it was like some east african country like a lot of the vegan oil we have here in in around the world is not real i mean organ oil or oh, vegetable oil some kind of oil you just mentioned olive yeah. oil olive oil olive yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. so even that it's not real i hear that well, we have here yeah that i haven't done research on but mm -hmm. a lot of olive oil when you read comes from italy where they have olives and they do the pressing and mm -hmm. all that stuff yes mm -hmm. but you can make your own almond oil olive oil if you just research that stuff if you want to be like homegrown because when you think about going out to eat you know what they're putting in the food like right now when i go out to eat when you watch what the health you're more aware like your mind is more like more open when i go out to eat you know i'll, I'll tell the the uh, server like rather than you know sauteing my stuff with butter can they put like light olive oil because you are the consumer so you have the right to say this is what i want my food to look like instead of white rice you can say do you have brown rice alternative shoot i went and ordered a mcchicken after i watched that okay now but going back to like you know what I'm saying like uh the health expo mm -hmm. where is it now like how long has it been a thing so it's been a thing for two years so pretty much we do it annually february is heart healthy month so we try to do the expo every February where we um, connect with other local businesses um, and do like a free expo, free uh, blood pressure screenings. We have exercise, we have yoga, and then we have the Go Red for Women fashion show just to promote um, heart disease and, you know, heart, prevent heart disease in women. What what is heart like? What what are the, some statistics now on like heart disease for women look like in so, the African community or like what, you know like just the, general? So pretty much one in three. There's one in three deaths in the U.S. from heart disease, and that is the leading number of deaths is even beyond cancer. Mm -hmm. You know, in the U.S. and also um, the the females are actually a little bit higher than the males, and the black females too. Mm -hmm. I think because of um, education and just awareness. You know, like I was saying, like we don't know our family's cholesterol history. We have insurance, but we never go to the doctor just because you, you get up in the morning and you're walking okay. You think the insides of your body are doing okay. And mm. of course, before you have a heart attack, 
the the cholesterol has plagued your arteries and mm-hmm. closed it. So it didn't just happen overnight. Right. It's taken a while to happen. But as opposed to going to a doctor, getting your cholesterol checked every year, you know, and get that under check. Be on medications or do lifestyle changes. Lose weight, eat right, you know, but know your numbers. Yeah, when I was in high school, like, before basketball games or practice. Talking to Mike, yeah. I used to go to that McDonald's, that dollar menu, you know what I mean? Like, for McChickens or whatnot. Because I was a young and I just felt like, well, I'm like about to go burn it all off. So right. I'm allowed to eat whatever I want to eat, you know what I mean? Mm. Add a top of that, some sneakers or whatnot. <laughs> but now, you know what I mean? The body is feeling kind of slow. You catch know? up to you. Yeah, it's feeling kind of slow. Like, I just can't jump up. Before I have to go to the gym, I had calculated, like, how am I going to go to the gym? So exercising, like what part does exercising play in, in all of this? So exercise plays a great part. Like there's this saying, abs are made in the kitchen. So when you start a program, Ooh. of course, 80% is nutrition, 20% is exercise. Like we go run, we go work out, lift weights, strength training, and then we go back and eat McDonald's. or so the same things that we're eating, you know, you're not going to see any results. Because nutrition is 80% of any program and exercise is 20%. So exercise does play a part, but your nutrition has to be on point or you have to be getting there to be on point with the nutrition. Man. Now how you mean chef? How important is that? Like, you know, like you're vegan now. You know what I mean? Like not every restaurant supports that. Is vegan a new thing to go? Like would you say everybody? At some point, it was fashionable. Like, right. I was like, I'm a vegan. <laughs> it was like this cool, chic thing to do. And I was like, oh, man, I love my meat. <laughs> <laughs> I can it's kind of hard, man. It's kind of hard to actually, you know, stay coarse with it. Because yeah. I tried that thing for two weeks. And I was looking for steak. You tried it? So I yeah, tried it, dog. After two it. weeks. I, I don't know how it tastes. Like, my eyes were just spinning, Yeah, I had a vegan know, burger. Somebody said, nasty. oh, you didn't, you, didn't, you didn't take the right approach. Dude, there's no book for this stuff. Like, you don't read this <laughs> stuff in some manual or anything, you know. So I don't. And then on top of that, you know, you start having people who actually make lettuce. You know, yeah, like yeah, I saw, I saw it's right, scary. Yeah, yeah. right. You know, what I mean, it's scary. Yeah, so so how, like, how do you even know what you put in your body these days? So that's the thing with, um, like, he asked, um, going vegan, is it hard? Well, like, vegan is, like, no uh, meat, fish, or chicken, and then no dairy products. But vegetarian, you could still eat some, you know, fish and all that. So there are, like, differences. And sometimes when you go vegan, it's hard to eat out. So sometimes a lot of vegans, they eat at home because when you go out, you don't, they don't have what you, you know, you normally eat. Or the restaurants are not, like, you know, vegan, you know, um, how can I say? Cater. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't cater to um, vegan. So it's not really hard if you um, if you like train yourself to it or wean yourself off. They're not saying like cut off meat completely. You could still you know eat meat but in moderation. So instead of like you could eat it twice a week, you know, instead of like every single day and like a lot of pieces in a true and a lot of pieces in arrow. I mean, it does taste oh, good. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I indulge myself, but you know I'm trying to stay away from that. And I've seen changes my my energy and people say. But protein is from meat only. So not all protein is from meat. Protein is from plants too. The chlorophyll that we learn in like... Beans too. Yeah, biology. So I make my own burgers now at home with chickpeas, black beans, and mushrooms. And trust me, it does taste good. Mm. So how does how does your organization go about creating awareness? You, you, you talk about like the February being a heart health right. month and things like that. Mm-hmm. Apart from February, like today, 
or you know throughout the year how, how, do, how do you guys go about creating awareness so in February we, we do the hard X one and throughout the year normally I go to eventbrite.com and I look for events mm-hmm. wherever it is and then I, I I call the coordinator and I say we do free blood pressure screenings we educate about the heart and then they will invite me to come join the expo so throughout the year we involve in other um, events like yesterday I was at the Greater Washington Urban League and I was talking to little kids it was a back-to-school event Mm-hmm. Talking to kids about sugar and the effects of drinking soda. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and man. Heart you, disease and high blood pressure. This joint scared the mess out because I love this font right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, this joint is bad. So, this board. You know what I mean? Like, normally our society is into calories. You know, when you look at the calories on the Fanta bottle, it says 270. You're like, I can do 270. Like, hand said, I'll probably go run it off in the gym. I'm an athlete. When you look at the back, like, we just look at calories and move on. You have to look at the content. The sugar is 73 grams. Mm-hmm. So four grams of sugar equals one um, one teaspoon. So there's 18.2.5 teaspoons. You put that in your body when you drink that 20 ounce can of Fanta, 20 mm-hmm. ounce bottle. So you have to look at it, not in the calorie sense, but it, what's in here, sodium, potassium, sugar, carbs. So you have to look at that all, like read your labels, Man. most importantly. That's so, a, that, that, that reminds me of, um, you know, you know, I, w- I always talk about we um, started our mental health uh, forum thing, right? Mm-hmm. It reminds me of um, like the goal for it is to advocate, you know, so parents could actually, you know, let ki- like talk to their kids, let them know that mental health is real, is out here. You know, feel free to talk to someone or whatnot. It's the same as you know um, all this stuff right here. Because imagine, um, for example, the other day we did um, our auntie's 60th birthday. You know, shout out to Auntie Gladys and stuff. And there are kids that consume a lot of this. Lot By of the way, for the, for yeah, those who like are listening, four cans yeah. a night, four five cans a night, and this goes on like week, you know, every week and stuff. You know, like how how important is it for parents to actually, you know, start regulating their kids, um, their kids intake, daily intakes, and all whatnot. So it is very important um, because when you take a certain amount of sugar, um, your body, your pancreas releases insulin for it to break down the sugar and sometimes when you take a lot of it you know the insulin cannot get to all the glucose pretty much in layman's terms and some of the the glucose gets converted into fat and eventually you have kids with like high blood pressure obesity you know high cholesterol like all that so eventually you know over time it builds into something else and of course all this is connected to the heart and then you see a young kid with like, you know, heart disease or let me say modifiable risk factors like lifestyle changes. Mm-hmm. If you can, you know, um, cut down on, you know, um, on your food intake, nutrition, physical activity, you're obese, less sugar, like all those are modifiable. And then the non-modifiable at age, of course, the, the older you get, you know, your heart is not the same as when you were 20. Age, gender and family history. So it is yeah. very important for parents to regulate the kind of the amount of sugar. And sometimes, like I was telling um like we we're discussing earlier some people say oh water is too plain i don't want to drink water so you can actually infuse fruit you can put water and cut up strawberries and lemons the night before and it's going to infuse into the water and drink it fresh and cool the next morning with some mint and it still have that sugar but it's fresh fruit it's not processed sugar like when you look at that fanta bottle that could that just hold just holding it you could touch it that could make you sick Man. 18 for, teaspoons of sugar for those who are you know listening on the go she has water it's, uh, the, the board is rethink your health water Schweppes Sprite Coca-Cola Mountain Dew is just poison I'm sorry. Schweppes 
Ginger ale. Ginger ale. Shrimp. I call that the shrimp. It was gonna be for a sec. Like, wait, what? Ginger ale, man. Y'all know what I mean. Yeah. And the Fanta. I was surprised to see Fanta all the way at the top here, man. Cause I love, but I knew Mountain Dew was just poison. Like, I see people drinking, and I'm like, oh, you better die. Yeah. I mean, at some point, I used to like dilute soda, like with water. But I don't know what happened. Like along the way, I just. Abandon that. <laughs> <laughs> that. So what do you guys drink right. now? Uh, Let's turn the table here. Oh Hello. man, shoot! I, that 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 pineapple Fanta. You're still on the Fanta side. Yeah, man. You know. I drink a lot of um a lot of um orange juice, actually. And brown. <laughs> yeah, and brown liquor. Okay, yeah. so orange juice has. I mean, some people, some places are like freshly squeezed, like Whole Foods. Mm. But sometimes it's better to make your own. Because some people put coloring to make it more yellow, like the mango juice we're talking about, you know, and they put additives in it. So anything that you drink that has like, it's it's actually just better to make your own See, in your house. The thing is, I've drank that stuff so much that when I think of waking up to go make something, right, <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, Man, I don't got time for this. Right. I have all the time that's, in the world, but I don't have the time <laughs> to do that. That's the way America has been designed. You know, right. like, Nothing is convenient. Everything yeah. good, you have to work for it. Right. So if you want to make changes in your body, you have to get up and cook those meals. You have to get up and, like, and you know, make the juice, make the water, put the fruit in it if you want the water that's not plain. So you have to work you know, to get better. Yeah. AKA be an Amish person. So um, <laughs> I want to actually like coming to our community, the African community, being that our food hasn't been enhanced. Mm -hmm. Apart from the oil, like, is it good? Our food, like, you know, like the food the, is good. I got to tell like, you. But the thing is, most times at, at um, events, we eat at like 1 a.m. You know what I mean? That's late. Because your body, you know, has certain energy to break down breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm. So eating at that time, a lot of it will be converted into fat. And sometimes we eat at 1 a.m., but we don't eat in moderation. Have That's you ever real. seen a plate? At, I mean, when I go to a party and they say it's item 11 or 1 a.m., there's like eru, there's fufu, there's achu. I mean, I have to put my hand in everything. And that is a lot. Because your body can only break down so much at that time. I'm eating at that time. That's late. And so much for my body. Like, that is so much dinner. That's like almost double what I'll normally eat at home because I'm excited to see all that food. What if I go dance after? Uh, doesn't matter, but <laughs> pretty much the key here is moderation in everything you do. So, so they're not saying like, you know, cut the meat out completely. Like, if you can't leave without meat, then you can cut it to like twice a week. You could eat fish, you know, but then the issue about fish too is mercury poisoning. The bigger the fish, they swallow other fish, there's mercury poisoning. So it's like everything has its own little thing attached to it. It's like every medication you take, has a side effect so the best thing is don't even be on the medication do the lifestyle modifications you know lose the weight get healthy you know be you know physically active so you wouldn't have to be on the medication in the first place mm. easily said then <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no I, I love what you're saying you know because now in our society everybody want to be accepted of you know i'm big it's okay you know no it's not okay because if, oh, if you go to the doctor the doctor is not gonna say you you're okay to be right. that way you right know what i mean because you're making your heart work 10 times if not even 20 times as hard and at some point it's gonna give out it's gonna be like man i'm tired let me ask you this right sorry to cut you short let me ask you this right for those people who think you know starving themselves will make them skinny right like what what's your take on that well the thing is your body needs food to go on mm. so starving yourself 
your body would hold on to water and hold on to what it's got. So you could want to fit in a dress by Friday to be in a wedding. You can starve yourself, eat less. So the only thing you lose is water weight because when you start eating, those pounds pack back on. So it's better to just do it the right way and just, you know, lose the weight gradually as opposed to the fat diets. You can lose 10 pounds in like two days. That is water weight because you're juicing, you're not eating well. The, the time when you start eating regular food, you're going to put the weight back on. Man. Mm. Yes. Okay. What about people who go in the gym, right? Mm-hmm. And they hop on a treadmill ka, 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 and then they jump down and then they leave to go eat, you know, they go eat like a whole bowl of ice cream and then you know they add some coke on top of it it's not healthy no you 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 might as well have sat on your couch and just ate the ice cream <laughs> <laughs> the ice cream ice cream ain't bad it's just frozen uh you know say what? water well when you read the content behind it this like stuff like xanthan gum what is that like if you make your own homemade ice cream what is xanthan gum like right it, like they put additives in it as opposed to you like freezing bananas and freezing yogurt and mixing it together as opposed to buying the store brand which they've put other, other things that taste different so what do you suggest like greek yogurt or something <laughs> <laughs> man there are all kinds of yogurt these days man. there are all it's, kinds yes. of yogurt Go, going back to you know saying your organization for those who don't know what is what is it again i heart health expo you got who, who do you part who like you know who do you have on you the co-founding yes uh director of operations mm-hmm. you know who who are your partners who do you work with what you know so my sister talk, talk about uh you know the organization yeah yeah so i heard health it was a forum designed to create awareness on heart disease and promote primary prevention so pretty much in our society right now um being in america they take um so africans and americans are both extremes of the spectrum in africa you only go to a doctor when you're super sick vomiting over and rolling over here in America, you can have a spot on your finger and you make an appointment to the doctor. So we're trying to get everybody to meet in the middle. So the Africans, the Cameroonians, to also just go to the doctor for your regular annual visit instead of going when you're sick, when things are already bad. So that's what the I Heart Health Expo does. So it, it touches on um, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, quitting smoking, physical activity, and just promoting heart health and also stuff to do when you have a heart attack. Hold on, guys. I have some packages for you. Hey, we like gifts. We like right, gifts around here. <laughs> AK and Reflex. Uh, so these are packets that we passed at the last iHeart Health Expo. Uh-huh. And in it has hand sanitizer. It has a baby aspirin, 81 milligrams. It also has a pen. Is this mouthwash? And some cold. No, that is. Do not put that in your mouth, sir. <laughs> that is hand sanitizer. <laughs> also has like uh, bandages, cold packs um, that we pass out to people. And also our business card. So the. Um, Co-founders are my sisters, um, Golden uh, Morfor, who's the director of marketing, and also my, um, she's a um, personal trainer, and she has a master's in physical um, exercise physiology. Mm-hmm. And my other sister, she's director of fundraising and financial operations, Dr. Lillian Abongua. She's a pharmacist and also master's in business administration. So she does all the fundraising and all the financing. Man, y'all yes, that. Yeah. Man. Somebody wants to be a part of this team right now. How how can they? You because we were talking earlier. You outsource right. a lot. You know, somebody wants to be like, man, this is dope. I want to be a part of this. Like, how how did, can they? You know, get it, get it, get it. Get <laughs> Call <involved>. me. <laughs> just saying. How how? Like how? Did, you go on social media stuff like that. Yes, I am on social media. So you can find us on Instagram at iheartheathexpo.com and also on Facebook at Ali Mo. Also, I forgot to mention. So in this package. We do have like little um, fridge magnets that you can put on and it tells you like what to do when someone's having a heart attack. Like last year we lost two Cameroonians, you know, 
here in in DC um, having a heart attack. Sometimes we could, you could be in the grocery shop or you could be in the metro and somebody just falls down. Mm. So you can call 911 and I would recommend everybody be CPR certified. You can start CPR and even if you're not CPR certified, they have the AED machines hanging in most you know grocery stores and metros. You can pull it out and mm. they have instructions there. And if you have the baby aspirin, so in the back we give baby aspirins for people to also you can put in a ziplock and pass out to your coworkers too because when you when you think someone's having a heart attack, you can have them chew four 81 milligram baby aspirin, mm -hmm. and that could save your life 15 minutes because it helps to break some clots while the 911 is on the way. How are you funded? Um, so my sisters and I pay for this by pocket. We're still trying to apply for a nonprofit organization, so it's been pretty intense because sometimes we have to pay for some vendors to show up in February. Wow. So yes, man, your heart is behind this. We try. <laughs> so quick question. Yes. I see everything right here. Mm -hmm. and something just Talking to Mike, yo. Um, it's missing Rebel because a lot of people consume Rebel. I don't know if you actually, you know, checked out the content for Rebel or. I did, and they do have a lot of sugar. I can't remember the grams, but I think it's forty something grams of sugar, mm -hmm. and that is that is still a lot of sugar. It gives you wings. Probably like right? ten point something mm -hmm. teaspoons of sugar if you like do the calculations. People say it gives you wings, right? I. I that's I just a marketing drank, scheme. Yeah, I, I just drank a can of Red Bull. And I, I don't know about I, wings, but... I drank a can of Red Bull and I went to play ball and stuff and I literally had to, you know, happen to kind of drive back home because I felt like I was going to fall and die. So pretty much you're kind of awake and then when it's time for your body, like your natural process to, you know, fall asleep or rest, it's still, you're like still dazed and awake, you know? So I guess it gives you wings in some kind of way, but it's not... Wings that are good for you. People use it to read for an exam. I used to use Mountain Dew to study for an exam because that would keep me awake. It has a lot of caffeine, actually more than Coke, and it has a lot of sugar. I feel like those stuff don't work though, because I used to I get five hour like energy. Five know? hour energy. When I started drinking, I was nasty. believing it because I was <laughs> up all night writing paper, and after some time, like I was drinking, and I just fall asleep. I was just like, what the hell? I'll, go to, I'll go to bed. <laughs> I think it's psychological. Like, cause I drink. Yeah. I, I, I I start my job at uh, five a.m. I wake up at four, and like my coworkers, like, oh, I gotta get my coffee. They're late, but like, you know, I drink coffee and I'm sleeping. Like, it makes yeah. me sleepy. Right. So I think it's yeah. like psychological. I think so. Too. I just drink tea. It's got more caffeine. Right. Tea. Yeah. So what, the, what what do you plan in the future? Do you plan to take this to Cameroon? Yes, e Africa. eventually. So I was talking to uh, one of my friends and colleagues, uh, Grace, Dr. Grace. She's a cardiologist. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to her about, because in Cameroon, we don't have protocols, like I mentioned before. Like here in America, when you go to the ER, you know, holding your chest, they already know to give you an aspirin, oxygen, nitro, and morphine. But in Cameroon, people die. You go to the hospital and it's trying to figure out, like, what's wrong with you? They hang a bag of glucose and everyone's moving and they just leave you right there. So to create, so to, we're trying to partner with other organizations to create like protocols for like those clinics in the boonies you know that they don't have maybe a cardiologist there you know so um trying to just go out and educate the, the, the people masses. yeah and also the the big thing about people need to know about the uh the the signs and symptoms like for men and women is different like for men it's like crushing textbook they come with crushing chest pain pressure they're grabbing the chest something's sitting on there diaphoretic they're cool climbing looking women are like oh i have this bad ache and fatigue and sometimes with women since we're you know we be on our menses and stuff nobody takes you seriously as opposed to when a, a guy comes to er and he, i mean you put the ekg on you're like you're having a heart attack but women they come in with like you know fatigue back pain nausea so you wouldn't think heart attack right away 
you were thinking indigestion. That's what happens, you know. Yeah. Guy, why are you holding that thing like you about to run with it? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I appreciate this, man. Cause you speak, excited you're speaking bars right now, man. Like, Shoot. Like, yeah. That's what is wow. this? What is this? The, that is the the 81 milligrams of aspirin. What am I? What, what should I do with it? Oh, so uh, you, you aspirin, can aspirin, chew. Yeah, you can chew four of them because you're supposed to chew 325. So four of them make up 324 milligrams. So you can chew four of them while 911 is on his way. Oh, that's when you know. You that's when someone's having oh, a heart attack. Like, you know, know what After this attack. podcast, I can start. You know? <laughs> but, so but 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 then again, beers, <laughs> but then again, not everybody could be on aspirin. So please, guys, do check with your doctor. Some people have like. GI problems, mm -hmm. you know, ulcers, bleeding ulcers. So if you take an aspirin, that could exacerbate the bleed. So you can check with your doctors before taking the baby aspirin. So when you're not doing iHeart Health Expo, what are you doing? So I am a hospitalist nurse practitioner and I do locums work. I travel. Mm -hmm. So I live in Baltimore, but I currently work in New York, Glens Falls, uh, Glens Falls, New York. Why did you, why did you decide to do that? Other than securing the bag. <laughs> well, doing locums work, first of all, helps me, helps my sisters and I pay for this expo out of pocket, you know. And also, I was in Baltimore, like, you know, the DMV area for so many years. And also, to find a job here after graduation, everybody wants experience. But then, how are you going to get experience if you don't have a job? So, I couldn't get a job for a couple of years. So, I moved to New Hampshire. I got a job. I tried to move back here last year, and it's like you have to know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody to get you into the hospital. So I started doing travel work, and that helped me because you see different horizons, the way people practice medicine differently. Mm -hmm. So it's nice, and you get to see the U.S. in different cities. So you it's actually nice. With people to yes. Tell them about I, I I'm surprised you find it hard to know somebody that knows somebody. Being <laughs> that African, like a lot of Africans in the healthcare um, mm -hmm. sector of um, work. True, and plus, um, plus in the DMV area, they're saturated with like medical residents, medical doctors. So um, you, you might know somebody, but they, they might not have the position open for you at that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yo, so where is uh, where are you? Let's say, you know, you you still be doing like uh, what's your your background as far as like credentials as far as like you your undergrad. So. Uh, I have a bachelor's in nursing and then a master's in nursing management and then a postmaster's in family nurse practitioner. So after you get your uh, iHeart Expo registered as a nonprofit, what, what next? Then we take it to um, Cameroon, like I said, uh, creating protocols for mm -hmm. the clinics in the boonies that they don't have cardiologists. Also, I was looking up, I was reading in Cameroon, there's this guy, Arthur Zhang. He created a cardio pad. It's almost like an iPad. Mm -hmm. So when a patient comes to the ER now in those clinics that they don't have cardiologists, they can put you know, the EKGs on him and it's transmitted to a center in Yaoundé and somebody would read the EKG and say, you're having AFib or you're having a heart attack. So that's the new thing going on in Cameroon. So that's actually good. So shout out to Arthur Zhang. How reliable is that? It's pretty reliable. It can be hacked. Though. Yeah, yeah, because you have somebody, because in the clinics, they don't have an actual EKG machine. Right. So the cardio pad, they just put the pads on you um, and then it reads and sends to Yaoundé. Then the mm -hmm. text would read it, the cardiologist would look at it and then call the doctor and tell him this patient is having this rhythm or that rhythm. And then they will know how to treat you. As opposed to you coming to the ER and just saying, my chest hurts, so we don't know what like what's going on. Because here in the U.S., when you go to the ER, the first thing you do is get an EKG, and from that they will know how to further treat you right. and what's going on. So, um, your when you get your NGO, is it going to be focused on just Cameroon, or are you going to target other countries in Africa? 
talk to other countries, Africa, South America, and even Haiti too. Yeah. Anywhere we can spread the word and create awareness. Like I said, education, no one can take that from you. Right. When you educate people about primary prevention, because if we're big on primary prevention, there would not be a lot of sick people and people on so many medications. Like if you go to your grandmother's cabinet right now, there's so, so many medications. And of course, all those have side effects too. That's true. Yeah. Do you plan on um, collaborating with other um, um, NGOs that, you know, um, Trying to spread the word on yeah, like I was on your website has like a bunch of partners and stuff. So yeah, those were the sponsors and the partners for the last um, iHeart Health Expo. So yes, we are open because we're still a small organization. So we we didn't we we haven't gotten that name out yet that out there yet. I'm sorry. So we are still like looking for partners and people we could you know work with so we can go on missions and stuff like that just to promote awareness. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Man, how could people reach you on social again? Um, you can go to iHeartHealthExpo um, on Instagram, the website iHeartHealthExpo.com, and mm -hmm. also on Facebook, Ali Mo. Yeah, so, like, you know, wrapping up, if somebody, it's just real quick right now, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying, like, uh, I don't know, in like a condensed sentence or whatever, how can somebody, just real quick, mm -hmm. take care of their heart and their health? Okay, number one, um, you know, we know people's birthdays, we know our PIN numbers, we know our socials, know your numbers. Since we're, we're very, you know, here in America, when you go somewhere, last four digits of your social security, know your numbers, like um, your cholesterol numbers, you know, total cholesterol, what your fasting blood sugar should be in the morning should be less than 100, your good cholesterol should be over 60, which is the HDL, bad cholesterol should be less than 100 LDL, triglycerides are the fats that hang around your body when you eat something fatty like a chew soup should be less than 150 so know your number so when you go to the doctor normally the way we're brought up you know in Cameroon to be respectful not to like question people when the doctor speaks to you you shake their hand and you just walk away hmm. when a doctor hands you your lab results you can say hey doc what does this mean and what do I need to do to improve and sometimes they'll offer you medication without offering you lifestyle you know changes yet so you can tell them give me three months let me go see if I can lose some weight and let's come back and redraw these tests before you put me on any medication. So be assertive, be empowered, save a life, spread the word, be educated. When Stay woke. <laughs> Stay woke. <laughs> <laughs> when is your next expo, do you know? Um, 24th of February, 2018. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like the red dress uh, thing you got going through. Yeah, so we do that um, fashion show for Go Red just to promote heart disease in women. And the women come out, and then there's a screen behind saying why they wear red. Some people have lost family members. Some people wear it to create awareness. Some people are trying to be healthy. So it just tells their story while they're walking out on the runway. Man, that's nice. Mm -hmm. And I see you have a lot of your friends who are like nurses as well involved. That's very. So what does it hold? I feel like you. You plan on being a surgeon at some <laughs> point? <laughs> Absolutely not, sir. Hands. <laughs> why not? Shoot, man. What it's is hard. the Red Runway Fashion Show? Man? Oh, this hard talk, man. So the Red Runway Fashion Show is just about like the Go Red for Women, just to promote heart disease in women. As we mentioned earlier, the statistics are showing more women are having you know heart attacks and heart disease, and also more Black women. You know, so it just the like I was saying earlier, the women walk down the runway, and then at the back of the screen, it shows their history, why why they wear red, why they're supporting this cause. Some people have lost family members, some people are trying to be healthy, some people are just there to support the the cause, and some of them are my friends. You know, so I support them, and also for the expo, the nurse practitioners and nurses I know, Annie Adabong, AK Ba. Um, Lillian Ba, you know, they come out there, help take blood pressures, Tolu, you know, so they're pretty, I have a great family, great friends that they do help put this together. Gotcha. It is a 
you know, family effort, family and friends effort. I mean, definitely, because I, I remember my grandfather. That that's how he passed. It was through like his heart gave up. Right. Because for a long period, I, him being here, his life got extended because for a long period of time, he had a pacemaker. Right. You know what I mean? And my grandmother went through that. Like, yeah, she had open heart surgery. Mm -hmm. So she's still being alive. Like, I'm like. What if she was back home? You right. Know what I mean, she would have. She wouldn't be here like right. a long time ago. So, mm -hmm. I'm very blessed, man. I'm very grateful for this country, keeping yeah. us alive. Love Trump's hate. <laughs> <laughs> man, appreciate you coming yeah. through. We've been looking forward to this very podcast since you know we booked it. Shout out to Ngeso too. You Thank know. you to Ngeso for hooking Shout me out Ngeso with for, your brothers. You know. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Yeah. And those listening, me. man, we you know we oh y'all know the email. We opened the guest suggestions and this is this was a great one. Man. It's yeah, not just shit. even emails, you know, DM us on, DM, yeah, you know, on Twitter, um Facebook, yeah. Snapchat. Anywhere you, you can know, reach man, us. Anywhere you can reach us. And I see you got the t shirts popping there, man. Yeah, no, man. Hey, man. Support black businesses, people. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go to our website, sitmpodcast.com, and order a t-shirt. Even I am going to order a t-shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Put him back in the coffers, you know? I don't I don't, I don't. don't hold inventory because everybody like, dude, like, I'm going to buy the job. I'm not like, dude, nah, I don't, I don't hold it. We don't even touch it. We you order it, it, it comes yeah. to you straight. That's, that's not black man business. They you know, it was. They want to come, and then they're going to be like, yo, 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 you my man's like, let me get it for like 10 or <laughs> That's why we're not touching it. Yeah, you just go online. Make Just go order. online, make your order. You so how much does it cost? Do you guys 25, know? $25. $25. Yeah. Different colors or just Different. the same black? Crop top, pink, you know, them jets. Crop top for the ladies that like to look sexy yeah, for man, we got Yeah, you know, with tank tops and stuff for the men who, you know, go in the gym. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, all this hard talk, yeah. go flex them. Yeah, guns flex them. Yeah, 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 that's what <laughs> I mean. Go get your, get so you look good in your stuck in the middle, crop top, t-shirt. Tank top. For the women who like to show skin, you know, show the belly and stuff. <laughs> your belly yeah. ring get that crack top man you know it's, 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 it's definitely gonna you know take you you know yeah. a long way you won't be good in my book I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> man our hey, guest has man. been Ali Moffer the co-founding yep. director of operations at the iHeart Expo yeah bringing awareness to the matters of the heart rethinking how you consider your heart you know it's uh it's been a pleasure and having you. It's been educative. It's, uh, yeah, it's been yeah, really good. It's hard talk, man. Yeah, Thank you, guys. It's, it's been an honor. Thank you. Oh, 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 man. I want you to drop one more, um, you know, advice yeah. to, you know, young people, older people who want to get into the field of nurse practitioner. Because I got a lot of people who, you know, actually thinking of doing it, but they don't know how to go about it or they in it, but they're so stressed that they want to quit it. So what advice do you have for them? Um... Just stay focused. Now there's so many programs online. You can do it online. I did mine like in class, so we had to go to class every day. Um, but there's so many programs online, so you can still be working, be a working mom. I know we're all struggling, you know, working, trying to juggle two, three different things. You can take two, three years, but at the end of the day, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. So yeah. do not forget that. Stay focused. Yeah. Well, yeah, I heard her. You know, focus. Yeah. Reflex, man. Is it stuck in the middle podcast? Reflex, you ain't got no um, stories. Stories, man. man. The stories are too many, bro. Stories. The stories out of Kenya. The stories out of yeah. I, I didn't, sorry, man. Kenya. Listen, to this man. I'm so sorry. You know, y'all guys gotta forgive me. I'm gonna get back on my stories. You know, I'm talking about the Kenya elections. Yeah. Uh, the president is still there. Um, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna get back on my stories again. My bad, my bad, my bad. Definitely, man. We need you to get back on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get yeah. back on that. Yeah, yeah. I got how to forgive me on that. But yeah, it's been a pleasure. Appreciate you coming through. And, Thank uh, you. Appreciate the gifts. Thank 
Thank you. <laughs> Stuck in the middle. We out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Stuck in the Middle podcast. You can email us at stuckinthemiddle237 at gmail.com. Stay connected with us on social media at SITM Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and SoundCloud. And visit us on the web at sitmpodcast.com. <laughs>